You're listening to the Rizzoli and Isles podcast. I'm Amanda. And I'm Jay. In this episode, we're going to be talking about season four, episode 15, Food for Thought. Okay. I called the killer the first minute I saw him. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. I was so bored watching the crime because I... And I started to, like, psych myself out because I was like, no, it can't be him because that's the most obvious thing. Like, that's what I guessed immediately, and it was still him at the end. Like, I was like, no, it can't be. That's too easy. But it can be because this is Rizzoli and Oz are watching. I mean, when he was like, oh, I don't mind that my secret sauce has your face on it, I was like, he's a killer. I was like, he's a killer. I'm like, before the dude was even dead, I was like... He's the killer. <laughs> yep. One of these people in this area, they're focusing on this dude. Uh, he's going to be the victim. This is the killer. Okay, now can we move on? And I was like, crap, it's only been two minutes. We have like 45 more minutes to go. I was kind of pissed because honestly, I was like, oh my God, they're not even trying. No. So yeah, that's the killer. Uh, it was like this, I guess they were... The reality show they were talking about, I guess it's, what is Top Chef? Yeah, it's supposed to be like Top Chef, or Iron Chef, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, which I totally stopped watching because everyone I picked number one. So I was like, you know what, screw this. (laughs) (laughs) And screw every reality show. Oh, they keep canceling shows. (laughs) Anyway, um, so yeah, it was just basically a cooking thing. They became friends. One of them had a relationship with... Yeah, so you saw the case, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. It was boring, the end. Exactly. Next up, <laughs> let's talk about the other plot. Well, Maura's mom. Oh, yeah, Hope. Came back asking Maura for forgiveness and shit. I was kind of pissed because to me, I didn't see... It wasn't Hope asking for forgiveness. It was Hope manipulating Maura again, saying that I can't do it without your forgiveness or I can't... Move on without your forgiveness. Like, demanding that Mora forgive her or she's going to forever regret what happened between them. Good. You should regret it. Because you know what? You took what could potentially have been a good relationship between her and used Mora like a dirty dish rag and threw her away. So I didn't like what happened between them. Can we just talk about the scene with Jane and Hope? Okay. Uh, yeah, I did like that scene, yes. You That's liked fine. it? I did, I, I, felt, I didn't like it as much. I liked it in the beginning, but then as it progressed, I was like, okay, you're crossing the line. <laughs> for Crossing line for what? I feel what Jane part? is very... I, I get it, she's protective of Mara, but there are moments where I feel like Jane sometimes crosses the line and becomes a little too, too protect, protective, like overly protective. Like, the thing she was saying to, to Hope... At the end of the day, I'm like, that's still Mars' mother. Like, you shouldn't be saying all these things and saying, you know, Mars not gonna don't want to see you. Like, you just do this and that. And I'm like, since when are you speaking for Mara? Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, I do agree. I mean, to with what you're saying that she should have let Mara say those things to Hope. But, but I, <laughs> did, but I <laughs> I'm like. But I'm waiting for a but. But I did like that Jane was willing to stick up for Mara, that she was going to put herself in the way. Because I think what she was trying to do was make sure that Hope wasn't just trying to come in and manipulate Mara again. I think that's why she was as harsh to Hope as she was. 
because if Hope was just coming in to get something or to, you know, demand something from Mora, she probably would have run off scared because Jane was as bitchy as she was to her. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. I just feel like sometimes, like, Jane sometimes crosses the line, sometimes. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, if it was somebody, for me, don't make the decision for me. That's my decision to make. You have no right to stop someone from trying to see me until right. I say, I don't want to see you. Like, I I have a lot of friends, and I would never get to the point of, like, <laughs> like get to the point regardless of what their parents do. Like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, I would never do, I, I guess I'm not that brave, you know, as far but as Jane the, is concerned. But at the same time, though, you have to think about this in, from their perspective, that Hope really, well, Hope wasn't Mora's mom. Hope gave birth to Mora, but she didn't raise Mora. She didn't love Mora. They don't have any relationship other than Mora gave her daughter a kidney. So from that point of view, no. Jane doesn't feel that she needs to let her see Mora because they don't have a relationship. She just sees her as somebody else trying to use Mora. Yeah, and that Mora was trying to get the, have that relationship, but... Mm-hmm. But she just used her. Yeah. Okay. But I also like the fact that when they go to the... Uh, to the bar <laughs> Jane's like oh yeah your mom is here <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah and for a second I thought Mara was gonna be mad that Jane didn't say anything me too but Mara's like uh, you're my nutballs it's totally fine and then she's like I don't want to see her you know I've tried and it failed so but at the end you know they patch things up I guess you can say or, yeah I love that Jane was trying to leave, and then Mara's like, no, you guys should stay, or whatever. And then, while Hope and Mara's trying to figure things out and start over with their relationship, Angela was trying to tell Mara, you know, this is your mom, you like, try to forgive her, and Jane was like, I... Mom, stay out of it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Even though she, Jane was the one that was arguing with Hope, like, probably five hours ago. But, uh... <laughs> because I think Jane still wanted Mora to make her own decision. That's why she looked at her and was like, it's up to you. Whatever you decide, I'm with you. I might not agree with you, but it's ultimately your decision. I love that. I love right. that scene. You texted me and you said that you thought this was a boring episode. But I actually kind of liked this episode because to me, we got back to the relationship between Jane and Mora. We got to see Jane be protective of Mora. We got to see Mora be vulnerable with Hope. And then we got to see... Jane and Mora at the very end. Oh my god, when Jane kissed Mora on the cheek, I was like, ah! <laughs> that was so awesome. <laughs> this is back to, like, the Jane and Mora that I loved. Yeah, that was very great. Because uh, I... Because this is, this is what's so funny about this show. You have these two women who are best friends. If you can mm-hmm. see my quotation marks. Best friends. <laughs> and, <laughs> when it comes to touching or whatever, it's, like, very awkward. Like, you know, because when I see my... If I haven't seen my friends in a while or whatever, it could be, like, everyday thing. I'd be like, oh, dude! Hug. Like, like, what's up? You know, whatever. But they don't do that a lot. So it's sort of like, (laughs) okay. And so... You're talking about Jane and Mora don't hug a lot? Yeah. Well, because neither of them are huggers. Supposedly. Right. But, you know, but there are moments where they ha- they need some sort of affection, whether, like, something happened to them or whatever. And sometimes mm-hmm. they do. Yeah. Sometimes they don't. And 
I was like, this is the first time where you have a show, this show for four seasons, where Jane kisses her on her cheek. This could totally could have happened in season one. This could have happened in season two. But it took them four years just to get to that point. It took four years just to get the forehead kiss. I was like, well, goddamn. (laughs) Why is it taking so long? They've known each other for years. Probably like nine or ten years. And they show like six months of a back show. Not nine or ten years. No, remember Mora? Yeah, because... No, we, remember we came to the conclusion that they knew each other about a year before season one started? So five years, years, max. Did we say a year or two years? No, it was a year. Uh, I can't remember how we calculated. It was like something off of... They mentioned something about a birthday and something... Yeah, I, I, God, I can't remember. But we came to the like the idea that it was about a year before season one started that they knew each other. Based Oh, I think it was, it was part of it based off of how long... Like her first, well, the first time she met what's his face, um, Hoyt. Yeah. So Hoyt. it was something. Yeah, it had something to do with like the first time she met Hoyt and all that stuff. Right, because when she meets Hoyt for the second time, I think that was like six yeah. months after or something, and then he was in jail, and then it was eighteen months. So like a year, year and a half. Okay, fine. So we've known each other for like five and a half years. Five no, months. that's no half. Five years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> five years maybe, but still. It's the point of the matter, the cheek kiss was amazing. It yeah. was awesome. Everyone tweeted it. And I actually, I'm going to read a tweet that, that I favorited. Because most likely you're talking to me on Twitter. Just anybody who's listening. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't, I can't remember the last time I responded. Didn't, and partly because I don't have time. I'm sorry. So if you're trying Ain't to- nobody got time for that. <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. So. Except for like the millions of users on Twitter. <laughs> This is from the new showrunner who's been amazing so far. Like, I, I guess she really loves social media because, like, every day you learn something new about the new season. And she's like, oh, look, this is what all the fans want. Just pictures of Angie and Sasha. Let's just keep doing that. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> Let's keep doing that. She said, dear Rizzles, so what you're saying is that if we end with the kiss on the cheek, nothing before it matters. <laughs> yes yes and i replied exactly (laughs) i was like oh my gosh i really oh god i really wish we could talk to the new showrunner to just be like so here's how you make your fans happy (laughs) you have like 40 minutes of jane and mara and five minutes of mystery (laughs) that's all we need we're good to go there we're good to go. We're totally fine. Yes. Oh, and I wanted to say we learned today that uh, Tina, who plays Chang, is going to probably be in. They said she's working on it for the for Brazilian Isles for the rest of the month. So more so Chang in season five. Definitely. Yeah, I was excited because we finally saw her again in this episode. I was like, oh my god, Doctor Chang. We haven't seen her in how many episodes? I don't remember. Probably since the summer. And it's funny because all we saw were, like, her glasses through the gas mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. For all we knew, she could have been nude underneath her suit, you know. <laughs> right. She is the nudist, after all. She is. Her and her boyfriend. Yes. Fortunately, this is the last episode of Chang this season, so she's not going to be in the finale. But she will be in season five, and I'm so happy. That means more cock-blocking, but <laughs> hilarious. Not funny ones. Not, like, annoying, but more funny. 
Yeah, because I think I think the actress I can't think of her name right now, but the actress Tina. has oh okay there you go Tina. Um, she has really good comedic timing, like the awkward timing between like that one episode was pure gold between her and Jane and Sasha when they were all doing oh god what episode was that? Um, With the nudist thing? No 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 it wasn't the nudist thing it was the one where Jane was talking to her about uh, it was like Susie and Jane. What episode was that? Oh, was that the one where Mara goes to jail and she's like... I think it was. Mara's my hero, but... Yes, yes, that one. <laughs> because it was it was Susie and Jane and, like, they're, they were so awkward between them. But it was so perfect because the actress did it just right. Like, her timing was amazing. Yeah, she's like, she's my hero. And then she's and then they pause and Jane looks at her. You're my like, hero, too. <laughs> yeah, she's like, but she's MD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. Like, I, I want more of that, you know, more things to make, a, make us laugh. Because I get this is supposed to be a drama show, but honestly, let's let's be honest here. This is like a light drama show. You think? <laughs> I just read an awesome, like, Tumblr post, and it was basically saying <laughs> the show, when they have something serious and dark, it's, like, over within the, the, the same episode, and then they never talk about it again. There's no consequences. There's no repercussions. There's no emotions about it. It's just like, ah, oh, this happened, and done. And you're just like... Yeah. And- Dude, we've talked about that so many times. Jane should have, like, a serious case of post-traumatic stress disorder, and she's just like, whoop-de-doo, lollipops and rainbows, and Joe Fridays. And Joe Friday is in the same room with Caitlin. Yeah. Oh, my God. Speaking of, she wasn't in this episode. No, she's she's like, upstairs. Okay, is she not living with Mara anymore? Did did we miss that somewhere along the way? Did she move out? Well, they said it was only supposed to be for three weeks. But we don't know how long it's been since that. But they never addressed it again after that. They never said, oh, Caitlin moved out or. Yeah, she's back with her mom or she's back at her dorm or whatever. And then I guess they dropped the potential that caitlin is actually her half sister but her whole sister if that makes sense but she could be patty doll's daughter because of the years dude you're so fucking right where did what happened with that yeah i it's like okay patty doll's in jail and they had this whole like we had this whole theory oh and i God. wasn't the only one a lot of people was like huh <laughs> what a coincidence hope comes back around the same year that potentially caitlin would have been born wow I completely forgot about that. Exactly. Yeah, oh, there's just one more reason <laughs> that I'm really glad. I really hope things change next season. I really do. You never want a fan to say, oh, yeah, I forgot about that storyline, which means most likely you forgot about the storyline, writers. <laughs> but here's the thing. Aren't you supposed to have, like, some sort of, like, storyboard for the season or some sort of outline for the season before you start writing the episodes? Because I thought you didn't write a show episode to episode. I thought you kind of had, like, an idea of where you were going with the season. I mean, one would think, but, I mean, I guess not. Anyway! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it brought back the uh, the guy from the CDC when they had to do that strip thing the last time. That was the same guy? That was the same guy. <laughs> That's awesome. Same suits, those little white little suits. They have to wear those again. <laughs> but the promo was a little bit misleading because they showed Mars nosebleed. And I knew, I guess from episode description and spoilers, that nothing was going to come from it. But it would have been nice that 
they would have had an episode instead of focusing so much on okay the guy with the sauce and all this stuff it would have been interesting if they would have had something where mar does get sick or something and jane has to like find the cure something or like that See, this goes back to one of my pet peeves was that we never believe that they are in serious danger you have to believe that your main character is in like mortal danger at some point to make it dramatic whatever they never do that with these two because we're always like and eh, they'll be fine or ah they'll come back next episode or whatever whatever it is it never lasts because they don't stretch any of the storylines past that one episode and some people were like very very disappointed with that they were like it would have been great to have I, I i read it on tumblr and i thought i was the only one and then i saw the post and i was like oh my god exactly It'd have been great if it had something where Mars nosebleed, you know, Jane's worried and paranoid and trying to figure out how to save Mara or something like that. That's what the promo was saying, like, but it did not happen that way. I figured that out because of the spoilers. I knew ahead of time that that's not where they were going with this episode, but it's unfortunate. I mean, it would have been interesting considering this is the episode before the finale to have a two-parter, but I'm not saying anything. Because apparently a two-parter is really weird thing to do on Rizzoli and Owls, knowing that good damn well almost every fucking show has a two-parter. Why is it so difficult for a two-parter? <laughs> Leverage had a two-parter in every fucking season, I think. I think, yes, I think they did. And they have the exact same amounts of episodes. They're on the exact same network. I think other shows on TNT, most, I think they had a two-parter too. But for some odd reason, Rizzoli and Owls is like, no, I can't have a two-parter. Because that requires work. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> no, I just think it's going to come back to we need better storylines. We need better conflict. I mean, the characters are great, okay? We've got really good characters. And it's because it's a character-driven show. We need more. We need good storylines to go with these awesome characters. Can we take the writers from Hannibal and bring them to Rizzoli now? No, I don't want the writers from Hannibal. I want the writers from Elementary. <laughs> oh, yeah, because like the writers from Hannibal a... would be really disgusting. We'd be like, yeah. Ugh, Ugh. No, it'd be like Jane eating Mora's brain off of her plate that Mora fixed herself. You know, it would be just wrong. Okay. <laughs> but not so much the Hannibal part, the direction, the storyline, like That's... that. Not okay. so I much. I see what you're saying. But I thought, yeah, I thought you were talking about like the Hannibal-esque. No, no, no. Yeah. And they don't solve the killer in one episode. They take episodes. Like mm-hmm. a real thing. Like it'll be sometimes it'll take two or three episodes and it'll be the same killer from episode one. Okay, I see what you're saying. I mean, I I think the writers for Hannibal are really great. I don't care who writes the show. We just need better. Right. I mean, it could be the writers from Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> just give me a better storyline, okay? <laughs> and please, while you're at it, make it cohesive and don't forget what the storylines you were working on are. Oh my god, can you imagine a whole, like, 45 minutes episode of just Jane and Mar just standing at the corner? Dude, Where's My, my Car? car. <laughs> hey. and then the next scene they're like what does my tattoo say yeah. dude <laughs> what does my tattoo say <laughs> okay go ahead <laughs> no, no no i i would take it if it was well written and it actually like it's been more than one episode you know what i'm all for it okay so i guess we should talk about the next topic Mara and frankie yeah yeah Mara and frankie now, I told you about this months ago. I'm like, okay, dude, this is what's going to happen. 
Mar and Frankie. You're like, haha, very funny. And I was like, haha, I'm not joking. <laughs> and I was like, haha, what? <laughs> and, and I was like, haha, I know. I And I was like, haha, I'm going to murder somebody. <laughs> I was like, haha, ha, you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you were like, haha, where the fuck did that came from? And I'm like, haha, I don't know. It must be some drug thing. I don't know. Oh, God. Yeah, and then my laughter turned to tears. <laughs> I know when like ha 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 Yeah, exactly. Here's the thing. Okay, so Frankie is saying that he's had a crush on her for a while, but I don't I don't feel it, and that's the biggest problem with this fucking show is that if he had a crush on Mora for a while, why were they not building up to this? Why didn't they show Frankie liking Mora or Frankie wanting to ask Mora out but being afraid to? It pisses me off because it's like the writers are telling us what we're supposed to feel, but we're not feeling it. It's like we're supposed to feel that Frankie really likes Mora because they say that Frankie likes Mora. No, Frankie doesn't like Mora because Frankie has always treated Mora as a sister, has never wanted anything more, has never suggested anything more until now. There's not a moment that I was like, yeah, Frankie and Mara. I mean, I guess season one, maybe. At first, I thought Mara was going to be with Frost because of the scene where she was trying to stop him from puking. And I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe they're going to bring them two together. And then I don't know what scene it was in season one where I thought her and Frankie. But then, like, the next episode, it was just gone. And I was like, oh, okay, then never mind. And it's been that way for the rest of the seasons. Because you're right, Frankie has treated Mara as a sister, and, like, there are moments where Frankie was, like, a shipper, as you could say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because he would be like, okay, you can't do this because, obviously, you know, Jane and Mara... I mean, there was even one scene where he's like, oh, don't worry about it, Jane. Like, you know, like, I'm never... I'd, me and Mara never... No. Because mm-hmm. he knows. I was like, oh. Well, and wasn't there some... At, at one point, too, when, like, Tommy... we. Like, everybody thought Tommy was going to be in tomorrow, that Frankie was like, uh-uh. Yeah, because so. the Tommy thing happened. And this is when, this is what's so funny. It's kind of sad because it's the same storyline where they did Tommy, but they just switched the same thing. Because I think you're right. I think Frankie was like, uh, Tommy, no. And now they're doing the exact same thing with Frankie. But Tommy, I was I was like, Tommy, you, you're speaking for the fandom. Because <laughs> he's like, wait, you can't. You can't like more like you just can't and <laughs> Frankie's like why you didn't and, like I think Tommy in his head was like you don't understand no you can't because Jane kicked my ass <laughs> I almost kissed Mara okay <laughs> you can't you can't and I like he's like why why and then Tommy's like what you see um you and Mara you just 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 don't don't match <laughs> I was oranges like, and apples. Oranges and apples. I was like, exactly. I don't know. But another thing that uh, someone brought up online, which was troubling, and I forgot about it. You're going to have Frankie trying to go and pursue Mara, but at the same time, he goes and pursues the other cop. 
Yeah, that's something else too. I was I didn't get about this episode. If he is into Mora, why the f this entire episode he was checking out the other chick? That made no sense. I agree. I mean, like I understood the whole thing with Tommy, where Tommy was like, you know, looking at her ass makes me realize that I do want to get married. Okay, I get that because that's typical Tommy. Like he, he how he knows he's ready to settle down is because eh, he doesn't really want to check out that other chick. He checked her out, but meh, that's Tommy. Okay, I get it. But Frankie. And I don't know if it's like he's trying to, you know, hide his feelings for Mora in wanting to date this other chick or whatever. Or make Mora jealous. But I'm like, Mora is not that type of person. You guys are not in high school. You guys are like in your 30s. Like, come on. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't get that either. I was like, yes, yeah. so confusing. And I think the problem is, is that most of the people that watch this show, a lot of them are older. I mean, not like old, old. I'm talking about like we're out of our teens pretty much. And this whole teen angst thing that they've got going on between Mora and Frankie, it doesn't fly. We need a mature relationship here. We don't need this longing stares across a coffee box that we think might be a bomb. Right. I was like, what is this, a CW? Oh, I just, oh. <laughs> Uh, okay. I mean, I, I appreciate, I love what they did with the bomb scene because they were actually smart about it. I don't know how the packages got in there, but they were smart enough to be like, these packages are marked weird. We shouldn't do something stupid and open it. You know, like, because there are moments where the characters do something so stupid and you're like, you work for law enforcement and you don't do like this. Like, common sense. Don't go into a bread truck. You might get kidnapped. So with the box thing, I was like, yes, they're actually being safe and doing all the right measures. And I was like, okay, I'm fine with that. But then like, oh, my nose itch and you have to scratch my nose. But I did like Jane's reaction. Jane was like, what the hell? (laughs) She was like, what the fuck? (laughs) She's probably thinking, okay, I already talked to Tommy. I thought I didn't have to talk to Frankie, but now I have to talk to Frankie. Well, and here's the thing. If you're worried about the fucking bomb, honestly... Your nose itching should be the least of your worries. Because if you move just enough to lean over and itch your nose on his beard, uh, you're all going to go kablooey and then everybody's dead. So all because your nose itched. Way to go. So she scratched her nose with a beard. Insert joke here. <laughs> but yeah, I... Yeah, that was... <laughs> she scratched her itch with a beard? <laughs> said her nose. No, scratched an itch. Get it? Scratching an itch. What? Have you never heard that before? It's a euphemism for sex. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> so Jane confronts Frankie. was like, you shouldn't mess with people you work with. Tell that to Grant and Dean and Martinez. <laughs> oh, speaking of, where the F did he go? Did he? I think he transferred, didn't he? Did he? I don't remember. God, this this is what's terrible about the show. Because we don't fucking remember what happens to these characters. We don't remember what's going on with the storylines. We're like, I think he's gone? I don't know. I would have to go back and watch, but I really don't want to because it sucked. Or they could do something very simple like previously on Rosalian Isles. Which they never do. Because you don't need to know what's going on in the next episode or what happened in the previous episode. Exactly, because each episode is is not connected, so it's different. So you don't really need to know. Because, like, it would be like, previously on, on Rosalie and Isles, Caitlin is still upstairs. We haven't seen the pets. I don't I think they're dead. Mars adopted dad. Who? Don't even know who that is. <laughs> Hoyt is still dead. <laughs> People who got jobs in, 
at the police department transferred, I guess, maybe. Or they're there in the background. Or they're at the cafe. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Angela's still at the guest house. Like, they'll have, like, all kinds of things and be, like, 30 minutes later, but, like, and we can finally start the episode. Oh, okay. Cause... That sounds like a, this is what happened in Glee. <laughs> <laughs> and Glee will always make up shit, but, like, these two people are together. Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're what not. It's like, we're just kidding. <laughs> and that's what you miss on Glee. And I'm like, I miss every, every episode. I'm like, I missed a lot of shit on Glee. Cause I could have sworn <laughs> that did not happen. And then I started putting two, two together. I'm like, Oh, they made that happen. Okay. So they're like webisodes that we never saw. There was stuff that happened in between this whole week that I did not. Okay. I got it. Here's what we need for season five, okay? Season five is going to be, this is what you missed on Rizzoli and Isles, and it's just going to be like, Jane, Mora, Jane, Jane, Mora, Mora, Jane, Mora, Jane, Mora, together, yay. Cheek kiss. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) All the seasons after season one, it was all a dream. Jane wakes up in a coma from getting shot. (laughs) And that was you missed on Rizzoli and Isles. Oh, okay. And she was shot by Hoyt, so Hoyt's not really dead. He's still on the run, so we still have our favorite villain. Hope did know that Mar got adopted, and she has both of her kidneys. I wonder if they could just, like, retcon everything. Go back to season one. We have no Casey. Hoyt's still alive. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. <sighs> and maybe we can finally, like, see a scene after Jane gets shot. That, can we have that? Can we have that? I don't know if the show, the new showrunner is listening, but if you are, <laughs> wait, first don't tell us that you are, because... Then that will freak us out, and then we will have to, like, censor everything we say. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Move on. They're not listening. Just move on. I would love to see, like, a flashback scene of what happened right after. I want that so bad. Is it hard to have, like, Mars, like, this sounds really on top of Jane, but, like, (laughs) pressing on her wound, like, you know, you're gonna make it, you're fine, trying to go through the whole recovery thing. Is that so hard to ask? Come on, please. I wanted to see that scene so bad. And then when season two started, I was like, what happened? Are we going to get it? We're not going to get it? Okay, maybe in season... Nope, not still. Nope, nope. It's on season five. We haven't got it. Okay, so here's my thing with the scene like that. Like, I understand you want that type of scene because I think most likely you want, like, the character building type thing that maybe would come for that. But to write that type of scene would be, and to watch that type of scene, would be kind of boring because there's not a lot happening. It's Jane recovering from her gutshot wound, the end. Like, so you would need something to take place. Like, something would have to happen or would we have to be part of, like, the story development. Like, Jane gets shot... And then Mora's trying to take care of her, but she's still trying to figure out, like, who shot Jane or something like that. Yeah, I can see that. But just, like, a recovery scene where Jane's feeling, oh, woe is me, I got shot, that's boring. And not a lot of shows do that because they are kind of boring scenes. Same thing with Castle. After Becky got shot, like, there was where Castle visited her in the hospital, but that was it. Like, we really didn't see any more of her recovery scene because she's recovering. (laughs) What's she going to do? Lay in a bed? Watch no, TV? Grey's Anatomy's on. Oh, yay. No, not so much the recovery part, but you seem like, but yeah, the castle scene, it was short, but wasn't that so hard to have Rizzoli and to do the same thing? No, that I agree with, but I don't think it needs to be drawn out. We don't have to have like her like, oh, this is her in bed or whatever. We could just have like something like her in the hospital. She's going to make it. Like you said, we need something where 
it doesn't seem like these characters are invincible. Yeah, yeah, I do agree with. We need something to show that they are mortal. Because right, right now they're pretty fucking immortal and it's really boring. <laughs> oh, d- is, oh, do we just have a revelation that this is why showrunners kill our favorite characters? <laughs> is this why? Because we're like, oh, they're mortal. They Hold have up. no danger. Hold up. I've been watching Joss Whedon shows for as long as I can remember. I know all about main characters being mortal and in danger. Thank you very much. So you're saying we don't necessarily have to kill them. We just have to make you believe that they're they're going to die. die. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. I see what you're saying. But we don't have that. I mean, we have it like, oh, they're kidnapped. Oh, they've held hostage or something. But you know, like, you're just like... Yeah, and that's the thing with Rizzoli and Isles is that even if they are captured, even if they are you know, shot, we never believe that anything major is going to happen to them because they're miraculously going to recover. It's going to be like, cut to three weeks later. Sunshine, puppy dog, and rainbow. Mara gives up a kin- kidney. And runs a marathon a week later. And <laughs> she literally, the next episode, <laughs> like, <laughs> she's running. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I know months has passed, but they're just like, ah, she'll be fine. But yes, next week, uh, it's the last, it's the finale of this season. So we're going to see how that goes and whether or not our theory of Jane being preggers is true or not. I really hope it's not. Because like I said, that's a really dick move for Janet to do to the new incoming showrunner. Let's hope not. So what was your gator ping for this episode? What's the one after she wants me, she wants me not? I sex overload. Crap. I need something between those two. We need, like, she wants eye sex overload? Okay, no. Not? <laughs> you, this is, this is what we do every week. One of us always have to curate, try to create one, and the other one's like, you can't. So I'm going to say the exact same thing you said last week. You can't. But I, I don't, I really liked this episode. I felt like we went kind of back to the old Jane and Moore relationship of, like, season one, season two era right there. Still doesn't give me an answer. What's your gaydar ping? <laughs> My gaydar ping is that they're married. There we go. Okay. No. 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 Okay. Maybe we need to change it, and maybe we need like a married. <laughs> okay. We should rating. ask. We should ask the listeners. Should we change our rating? If we change it, it will most likely be for next season. Because since yes. we have one more, we have one more episode. We can do that. Okay. So we should say, hey, if you guys are listening, you can tweet us. Yes or no? Should we change the rating? Or we should keep the rating. And if you have any ideas of one through, well, zero through six, let us know. Yeah, let us know what you think the rating should be. When it changes something, if you think they're too extreme, or if we need to take any out, let us know. I vote we change it because it fits in like season one and season two. It doesn't fit so much anymore. <laughs> it's really hard because we end up just harder. picking the same thing every time. So you say three? I'm asking, do you say three, she wants me, she wants me not? No, I said I picked married. You're not. (laughs) I'm officially adding married. You can't add. That's not fair. That's not. (laughs) Okay, fine. Because there was one episode I did change it. Or I made one up. This is be yours and only yours. You can't. Next week, you got to choose one (laughs) of the six. Okay. Okay. So I'll give you married. For me, I I guess I'll say just friends. What number is yours? Three and a half? I guess. (laughs) Maybe. That's all for this episode. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at The Randy Podcast. Also, visit our blog at therizzolinalspodcast.blogspot.com where you can comment and email. Thank you for listening. And this case is closed. (laughs) 
in this episode, we're going to be talking about season four, episode six, or fuck. <laughs> <laughs> episode six. Ah, fuck. <laughs> wow. You're really going ahead of time. Oh my God. I'm yeah. So we're going to be talking about episode 16, even though it hasn't aired. Uh, 